Hi, beautiful friends, and welcome back to Building a Life You Love. We are actually going to talk today about why you need to share your ideas, your thoughts, your ideas. It could be your photos. It could be your recipes. But whatever it is that you feel in your heart that you want to put out in the world, but maybe you're afraid to do so, or maybe you're afraid to share it in a bigger way, to have a bigger splash. That's what we're going to talk about today, and I cannot wait to dig into this topic. And here's what I want to ask you. What is holding you back? What is the thing that's holding you back from going after your dreams and from finding meaningful work you love? Aren't you ready to wake up to the possibilities that are in your life and go after the things you've dreamt of? It's time for you to feel alive again, lit up, and for you to know that you're deserving and you are worthy for the future that's waiting for you. I want you to feel fulfilled and find abundance in your life. I think it's time and I'm ready to help you get started. Now I'm your host, Kristen, of Building a Life You Love. And each week on the show, we're going to help you figure out how you do go after your dreams and find work you love. Here we go. Let's get started. Okay, here we go. First of all, I'm so excited to talk about this today because I think so often where we get stuck is we might have the idea. We might have even written it down or spoke the words or taken the pictures or whatever it is we do, however we create uh, content create our art, I should say. But here's the thing. I think a lot of us get stuck in the sharing. We get stuck in the fear of what will people say? What will they think? And often this holds us back. Or maybe we're already sharing. Maybe we've already started something, but we're afraid the next thing, the next um, words we have to share, the next idea, or our own perspective, maybe we're afraid we're going to get attacked, or maybe we're afraid it's not good enough. Maybe it doesn't feel finished or crafted or completed. And so this is why I'm so excited to talk about it today. And uh, I saw this quote uh, the other day and I saved it because I wanted to share it with you. It's by Lord Byron and it says, a drop of ink may make a million think. Let me say it again. A drop of ink may make a million think. How simple, but how profound. And um, it was actually Illuminate Literary that shared it. And they said this, it's more than a word document. It's more than ink on a page. Your words have the power to spark change, inspire and equip, impacting lives around the world. Write on writer, your words matter. Tell me that doesn't almost give you goosebumps, right? So whether you're a writer, whether you're a speaker, whether you are at home and being the CEO of the head of your house, it doesn't matter. The point is, is we have things to say. We were given a voice and we are given a heart that things impact us to speak, to speak our truth, to speak out for something. And so whether you're doing that actively now or not, my guess is most of us at some point have this bubbling up in us that we, we have something to share. We have a message to share. And so whether you've already written several books and you're working on the next or whether you've never dared to share a single message with the public with other people and it's stayed hidden my point to you what I want to say to you is the way I want to encourage you is write on writer right like share your thing don't let fear hold you back because we're meant to share and just like we share a meal, we're also meant to share our heartfelt ideas, our um, 
the things that are, you know, in our soul, in our depths. So whether you're a poet or whether poetry moves you or whether you're a writer, maybe you're a cook and you come up with recipes that are just, you know, literally stop us in our tracks while we eat it because it's so delicious. Whatever it is, all these things can make, it can change us, right, for the better or at least for um, being thought provoking. And so I want to encourage you to share your work. And I also was, I'm just finishing the book, Awaken Your Genius by Ozan Verall. And he's uh, in one chapter, he's talking about kind of when his life started to change. He actually had started a blog a year before and he had about a thousand subscribers on his email list. And he was due to send an email out or a newsletter out. He had written something, but he just felt like it wasn't worth sharing. And it was about, basically, you can't convince people using objective um, facts and data that it's more about the storytelling. And he didn't really want to share it. But anyways, he went ahead and hit publish. And quickly, this article uh, or newsletter was acting very different from his last, um, for the whole last year's, everything he published. He started people. Uh, he started having people share it on social that weren't just his friends or his readers. Complete strangers were commenting, and then he had a, a website, a popular website, that asked if they could share it with their audience, which was a much larger website. Well, very quickly, within a few days, it really became their most popular article they'd ever published on this big website, with thousands of people sending uh, sending. Sorry, thousands of people were being. Um, sent to his website from this this post he did. So here's what he shares that I want to share with you. Um, Ozan says, the moral of the story, you are a terrible judge of your own ideas. You're too close to them to evaluate them objectively. This happens to me often. I publish an article that I think is brilliant and it gets crickets. I publish an article that I think only states the obvious and it goes viral. The Oscar-winning screenwriter William Goldman had it right. Nobody knows anything. In the movie industry, as in life, no one knows what will be a hit and what will be a flop. That is, until you try. I can spend days mulling over the pros and cons of an idea, which my overthinking mind is prone to doing. Or I can just give it a shot. So if you have an idea, don't hoard it. Raise your hand and speak up, even if you think the idea is obvious. Just remember how close I came to not sharing the article that changed my life. What's obvious to you could be groundbreaking to someone else. And his actual, that article became... Um, the path, right, like things started opening up for him, opportunities that actually uh, is what led to him being able to publish his first book, which was called Think Like a Rocket Scientist. So once he, once again, the moral of his story was don't sit on it. Don't wait. Just keep showing up to contribute. Keep showing up with your ideas in whatever format you share them. It could be Instagram. It could be on a blog. It could be in a podcast. It could be in a video form. It could be sharing recipes, photographs, whatever it is, but speak up, share the art you're meant to share. And by art, I mean anything in any way you're, you can express yourself. It could be in a business, a traditional business. But even that, if you have a process, a system, right, that's helped people, share it. I mean, of course, share it in a way that you aren't giving away the whole uh, kit and caboodle, but usually it's working with you, not actually the process, if you will, that's the magic or worth the extra money. So what do I have to say to you? It's take the shot. 
and then keep showing up consistently and taking the shot. There's actually this story that I've heard many times, but a long time ago, but I'm just going to share the gist of it with you. And it's basically about two, uh, I guess we will call them potters, people that make uh, bowls, you know, or dishes. And the one potter um, continues for months to try to perfect the bowl they want, the bowl shape, the style, the look of it. And so they keep working on the same bowl, or if that one breaks or isn't right, then they kind of toss it aside and they keep trying to create the perfect bowl. So they're focused on creating the most gorgeous, perfect specimen, um, a quality product. The other potter is continuing every day to show up as well, but they continue every day to create new pottery, new bowls. And so they're creating lots of bowls. So in that case, it would be quality. Uh, I'm sorry, quantity. And at the end, what happens? It's actually the person that showed up every day and they kept um, creating product. The person that created the most quantity actually in the end ended up with the better product, the actual um, things that they could put out into the world. But it's because they were practicing, but they weren't only practicing. Instead of trying to be perfect, they continued to make, they continued to contribute. And because they weren't so worried about perfection, they just showed up for the joy of showing up and doing. They actually were, they allowed themselves the freedom to experiment, to explore and to try, right? To be creative. They didn't have the constraint that the person that wanted the perfect bowl had on themselves, which was they wanted perfection, but by chasing perfection, they were holding themselves back from experimenting or exploring what small changes could actually improve their product or their art, um, their artistic uh, creations. And so I only say that to you to say, yes, quality matters to some point, but it's that whole kind of the 80-20 rule, right? Get it done, but it doesn't have to be perfect. Just get it done and then ship it out, as uh, Seth Godin says in his book, The Practice, right? Ship out your work because until you do it with other people, you don't know if it's going to stick, much like the other words I shared from the book, um, Awaken Your Genius. And actually, I do want to share something else that Seth, Seth Godin says. Okay, here is one of the things that Seth Godin says in his book, The Practice. It says, It's worth pausing for a moment to see the fork in the road again. It's honorable for your art to just be for you, for you to choose to create for an audience of one. But that's not professional work because you're not on the hook. There is, there's no one to serve but you and the idea in your head. The other route is to become a working professional, a leader, someone who chooses to ship creative work. And shipping means that it's for someone to commit to the path that is brave and is a brave and generous act. And it puts you on the hook to see the audience clearly enough and to be brave enough to develop the empathy needed to create generous work. Right. I think that's so good. In other words, you can do art for yourself or have a hobby for yourself. And that is there is nothing wrong with that. That is fantastic and wonderful. But if it is something that you're going to step into that you either feel compelled to share with the world or you need to for either a revenue stream or because it's your passion and you need and you want to make a living doing what lights you up, then you must ship your work. 
You have to share it with someone and someone has to purchase it at some point. And I get it. This is a effort to iterate, right? Because at the end of the day, not only do you have to put your idea out there, but then it has to be in a form that someone could buy the said thing. So I just want to encourage you, keep showing up. Your words have power. Your words matter. And like I said, your words, it could, by that I mean your ideas, your creativity, your artistic endeavors, whatever it is. But just do your work and share it. Share it with the world and see what happens. Because I think when we show up and we're brave and we show up because we tapped into our wonder and our curiosity and then we made creative work and then share it. This is how we have impact. This is how people start to see the energy and the love and the passion we put in our work. And that is when it will connect with people. And yes, you want your work to be polarizing. We don't want it to be vanilla. We don't want it to be for everyone because if it's for everyone, as the saying goes, it's for no one. So show up and have a point of view, have a perspective and do that. Have a voice that's unique to your past and your experiences and what speaks to your heart and what things inspired you. Show up and do that. So that's it. I just want to inspire today. I think one of the ways that we continue to live a life we love, to live a more joyful life, to tap into um, meaning is by doing this type of work. It's by having a um, something to say and sharing it with the world. That's how we have more impact in the world. So until next time, I hope you have a beautiful week. Oh, I just loved the conversation today with Megan. And I love the reminder to all of us that life really is about our relationships, our experiences, and to the reminder to keep improving ourselves and to keep growing because that's what keeps us young. That's what keeps our dreams alive. And I would just remind you that you can do hard things, you can do new things, and you can find other people to do those things with you, whether it's start a business or you know climb a mountain or anything else. So go after your dreams. Let's get started. And thanks again for listening in. And if you enjoyed the show, we'd love it if you'd subscribe and leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can check out freebies and resources we have for you at kristenfitch.com. And if you have ideas for the show or guests that you'd like to recommend, I'd love to hear from you. So DM me on Instagram at kristenfitch, or you can email me from the website. Thanks so much. Until next time, have a great week.